0: Hello and welcome to the Unmissables podcast. I am Boyd Hilton, I'm hopped up on painkillers and I'm joined by two Aww. splendiferous colleagues, Kay Ribeiro and Hello. Stephanie Seelan.
1: Hello, you're going to have to explain why you're hopped up on painkillers. Well, it's all Benedict Cumberbatch's fault, really, wasn't it?
0: I think that's harsh. But, but, but um, he, hasn't been, he hasn't
1: been dealing, Boyd, any
2: narcotics. My medical
0: advisor did say that it's possible that binge drinking on champagne, mm-hmm. unusually for me, in a in a one night snow where I was I was had a big dinner with Benedict for, to yeah. celebrate Patrick It's not just me and him. This is just how the whole lives. crowd, there's a whole crowd it was a Sky event. There was free champagne all night. But not so everyone ended up
1: in A and E like you did.
0: No, let's not overdraw. The only reason I went to A and E is I've got this whole story. <laughs> uh, I went to A&E is because I haven't got a GP and I was in intense Which pain. Which ridiculous. I did have intense abdominal pain and it's a thing that's that is was caused on caused apparently or at least brought on it it's was so there already I drank too on, much
2: champagne first world problems guys
0: <laughs> and now it's uh, now it's a thing yeah, now I'm a but before That's you it.
2: before you hashtag pray for Boyd we've got to tell you he is in a better condition now and he went to the BAFTAs last night and he refrained from drinking champagne I'm
0: he refrained s- from drinking anything yeah, he, want, he soldiered on Yeah, yeah. yeah. You,
2: can't, you can't mess around
0: no I was working I was hosting the winner's press conference okay, I couldn't you know you can't do that when you're delirious on pissed uh, oh. <gasps>
2: Can't do it when you're pissed either.
0: Going straight in there with a rude word. It's very that's early on. Crank I up the adult, the adult, the adult um, sign I on, like on that's the podcast. You Caution, Caution, can't do it when you're drunk. Because Steph and I are very well spoken, yeah. and you know you've mm. gone down a, that b- rude a mm. a No, I was absolutely effing um, delirious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on anyway, what? Are
1: you going to tell us about the Baftas now, or Are you going to no. save it for
0: a bit? No, we're going to do that in the what we've been doing and watching and listening to and boasting about section, name dropping section. It's like an extended name drop. That is.
2: Or who you've drunk champagne with. Yeah. This week. As and that, yeah. I it. mean,
0: it's a whole cornucopia of Ooh, treats. Kay and I
2: need to get our bongs ready.
0: Yeah, you need to get... There's a big... Mm. Loads of bongs. Yeah. yeah.
2: Are you ready? <laughs> not bongs in the traditional sense, no. but as in our uh, sound effects. Yeah. We're bongs. not we're not advocating any, any bad stuff here, guys.
0: No. Although you do... Most weeks, you are yourself high on... Marijuana
2: Life Marijuana Marijuana Mar- she, she is not Oh goodness
0: I've never tu-
1: touched drugs In my life She's oh, never smoked good. a cigarette Not true She has But that's a whole other story
0: Anyway we Let's got not get bogged down on this whole
1: <laughs> so it's gone out of control Detail this Because part.
0: the most important thing Is we've got a big week Of very exciting television A very English scandal Stars Hugh Grant Ben Whishaw Alex Jennings Patricia Hodge it's written by Russell T. Davis. It's directed by Stephen Frears. How about that? It's oh. too
1: much. It's just too Can't much. Can't take it.
0: I mean, it, the the doesn't get much better than that. The calibre is the calibre. Just... Does the actual meat live up to the calibre?
2: Does it live up to the label?
0: The mm-hmm. label, yeah, mm. that's it, yeah. Um, then we've got a um, very um, interesting documentary called Manchester: The Night of the Bomb. It's a year, nearly a year anniversary since mm. the awful um, bomb that happened on the Ariana, Ariana Grande concert, and this is a documentary all about it going out next Thursday, and the return of dystopian drama, The Handmaid's Tale. Mm. And there's a whole saga about that. It's so dystopian that neither Kay (laughs) nor Steph have watched it.
1: But it's not our fault that we haven't watched
0: it. It's your fault. I gave you a link. It was a 48-hour expiration. And
2: then it didn't work. And
0: neither of you watched it.
2: Right. Can I just say something? Now, you know, I wouldn't usually get my hands muddy with this kind of thing and get into uh, embroil myself in this argument. However, what I would point out is Boyd sent Stephanie the link, said, Guys, you've got to watch this within 48 hours. It's going to expire. And we clicked on it immediately and it said it had already expired. So one would question how long you had that link. Yeah. I am were constantly. you so drunk on champagne you forgot you <laughs> yeah. had the link?
0: Right, it was and pre-champagne. Then
2: we mm. were not
1: able to watch it. And okay. then we requested another link and that's a whole saga, which is actually my fault. But oh. it wasn't. I don't want people okay. to think we didn't watch it okay. just because well, of VAD. Bottom
0: line, I will be reviewing that solo and you'll be moaning on about dystopian dramas. Well, I we will that's ask you part. questions that's pretty much about sh- it, yeah. as it would be anyway. And you can ask me questions about it, as, yeah. as your won't. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, but first, before I knew of that, Jollity. Mm. <laughs> Let's find out. And she's already warm. I don't know about you, Kay. I don't mm. know if you've chatted at a pre-podcast um, chat at all to Stephanie Sinclair today. But no, she you know, warned like me. To keep it
2: very like.
0: She warmed me early doors. She's got a lot to get through.
2: Oh wait a minute! So, wait wait wait! Let yeah. me just. I'm seeing. I jump back. Why don't you make yourselves Ad- make comfortable? Yourselves comfortable. Now, are these all things you've absolutely loved that you're recommending, or well, is this just
1: a watch list? There's a couple of things that I need to talk about. The finales of. Mm. Um, there's a couple of new things, and there's a couple. Then there's a couple of well, ongoing let's, things. You know what? Let's just dive straight yeah. into yeah, it. I mean,
0: Come if you want to put the kettle on, you okay. know, okay. <laughs>
2: <as they> <laughs> oh my God, it's Terry Wogan and a Eurovision. <laughs> it was actually, oh. and Graham
0: Norton said it also on Saturday night. Oh. I noticed in tribute. God bless. you. This Ter. is a tribute to Terry. Mm, really. Okay. Well, it's not, I'm not being rude.
1: So no worry. Terry's situations. having a tea in the sky. Go on. Okay, so on Saturday night, I went to a live podcast recording of my favorite murder. Whoa. Yeah.
0: Whoa. Have you ever heard that's of this big podcast? News. Before? Yes, I have heard of it. So yeah.
1: launched in two thousand sixteen, it has been a runaway success. It's two wonderful ladies who spend their time and all it is on this podcast is each of them talk about a murder.
0: So what are the names of these lovely women? Karen and
1: Georgia. <laughs> yes. And they are very good friends. And basically what well, Karen was a um she was a comedian before. She was like a stand up comedian. So it's actually hilariously funny. So we went to the Hammersmith Apollo. Wow. It was Huge. absolutely wait, wait, wait.
2: packed they've, out. They've made murder funny. Yeah. Well, it's I don't hilarious. know how
0: can happen.
1: So, yeah, they talked about, um, one of them did Jack the Ripper and one of them did the acid bath murders, and it was hilarious. It's so, wow. so Words so you good. never thought you'd hear, acid yeah, bath, if you don't listen, hilarious. If you don't listen to their podcast, you should, because it's so really funny. are you
0: telling me that the Hammersmith Apollo, which I know hosts, I think it's about 4,000, 5,000 people, um, It's cool. 5,093
1: when I checked yeah. Oh, wow, did no, you going count each of the seats because I was debating with my friend who I went with that how many people there were there. Yeah.
0: It's massive and there was four
1: it was complete, and wow. it was sold out. The Incredible. whole thing was sold, out. and That's so much so that there were even people, fangirls, just outside the venue because it, it's so huge. Incredible.
0: That's why they, the powers to Be wants to do this podcast live. But
1: it, it was basically. We, we'll need to be a venue. a bigger we'll, venue. We'll, we'll the do it O2. in the Costa
0: around the corner from yeah. the Hammersmith Apollo.
1: But they've got instead. Or maybe
0: <laughs> we'll do it in the back kitchen of the Costa Stop around the corner putting from us. The Absolutely.
1: They call their their fans are called Murderinos. Aren't they? That's yeah, brilliant. That that is is brilliant. like well, we've got Pogs. Yeah, and That's their better. tagline is uh, "Stay sexy, <laughs> stay sexy, and don't get murdered." That's,
0: That's brilliant. Brilliant. the whole thing. Oh, so at the end, though. they go "Stay yeah.
1: sexy," and everyone goes "Don't get murdered." It's great. It's really good fun. Brilliant. Anyway, and they're American,
0: aren't they? They're American.
1: are yeah. they they are american they are from LA. Right. So, yes, listen to that podcast. It's absolutely brilliant. However, an amazing thing has started on Netflix, which I know I talked about last week that it was starting on Friday. Oh yeah, Evil Genius have any of you taken me up on watching it? We're busy people. Okay. I mean, Eurovision doesn't watch itself. So, come on a journey with me. A man walks into a bank, okay, he's wearing a t-shirt, he's got something around his neck, which actually turns out to be a bomb, okay, he robs them and he doesn't get away with very much money and then, like, the authorities are called, called, and basically, long story short, he's sitting down in the street surrounded by police and, And he's got a bomb around him, and the bomb goes off. And what they find is he's got all of this information with him that would have led him on a treasure hunt to find the the keys that would detonate the bomb so he could live. What? Anyway, it's horrendous, this story. It's it's basically a bank heist, which is turned into a treasure hunt, which is It's a drama,
2: right? No, it's real. Real life, it actually happened. It actually a happened. man had a bomb strapped to his neck. He was an innocent man. An innocent man went on a hide and seek game for a key. No,
1: so- he didn't. He somebody strapped <laughs> a bomb I, I d- around his neck, made him go and rob a bank. He didn't do and, it voluntarily. And left him. Oh, And That's left him with information. <laughs> what well,
2: is it? The keyboard. <laughs> but left him Should with information him.
1: in order to, like, so he could get free from the bomb. And he was saying, "I this is going to explode. This is going to explode." And it indeed does explode. And that poor man, this sadly is dies. the most horrific thing I've ever heard. Well. Don't watch it then because you actually see the bomb explode. It is what? shocking. It is, is it, so shocking. How, was
0: it a one-off? How many times you did this
1: episodes. happen? What, and then he got up and he went on to live but another life. Then what happens later on is a woman called Marjorie Marjorie Deal, right? You're, I feel like you're not listening to me. No, we are. We right? are. I am. I'm going to tell you off. Yeah. Right. Marjorie <laughs> Deal. Marjorie Deal. See? Right. She comes into it because there is a body found in a freezer in a house near her and I'm not going to tell you anymore but she may or may not be involved it's incredible it's absolutely incredible evil genius hour hour and a bit long episodes, four episodes. so this Marjorie's involved Marjorie's involved a guy called Bill's involved I don't want to ruin it for people but it's absolutely fascinating sounds okay. good right
2: oh, I'm do-, I, do you know what I was going to watch it now you said you actually see his head explode well, <laughs> well I'll tell you which bit that
1: happens in mean it, it's
0: just his head it, it, oh well, okay well that's oh. alright oh, then
2: okay. His head doesn't that. actually
1: explode. Do you know? What? I'm not going to get into it. This is so gruesome. Um, <laughs> Red Sparrow. I watched this weekend. Random. I know, really random. But what I've realised is that this was not talked about enough. This film. Jennifer Lawrence. It's the extremely in a spy drama. Violent.
0: Um, it's, spy espionage yeah, torture it's drama. No, not
1: oh oh giving anything away. More, more. No, it's like, got yeah, one of the scenes. best twists I've ever seen. Yeah, the twist. twist is incredible. I mean, now when you watch it, you're going to be like, oh, what is, what is the twist? It's so, so good. Jennifer Lawrence gets very naked a lot in mm, this as well. Yeah, yeah. But Red Sparrow, really, really brilliant. Okay, two finales I need to talk about. Mm. How to Get Away with Murder finale. I, know, I have to say this. I know that neither of you watch it. The finale stopped, yeah. was amazing. Was it? Yeah.
0: Is that the that last ever or there's more?
1: No, you know how more, they always... But yeah. <sighs> I thought it was the last Oh, no, that Scandal. No, that Scandal. No, that's yeah. scandal. Yeah. no, I mean... If you don't watch How to Get Away with a Murder, this has been a great season, mm. and it finally looks like Annalise has sorted herself out. Laurel's got the baby back, oh,
2: thank um, God.
1: but Laurel's mum's missing, and it's very, very <laughs> tense. Okay. okay, I don't want to give too much away, just in case you're behind with watching How to Get Away with Murder, don't. like you two are. Yeah. Homeland. Oh Same. no, not for more. What? Oh my God! All right, so Carrie was back to her best. She was sent, she'd fight. She's given up her child to her sister because she realizes she is just supposed to be. In the FBI, CIA, blah, blah, blah. She's supposed to just be doing all that. Crying. Yeah, crying.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, you wouldn't have been able to cope with this last episode. I love crying. Did someone well, get blown up? Nobody gets blown up. That's the other show. Everyone's heads and tails. Right. <laughs> Basically, it all ends incredibly badly for Carrie and she has gone completely crazy mad. Oh, and sent completely crazy bad by the Russians. Oh. Ah. It's 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 her best. You
0: mean mental health issues? Yeah, right.
1: It's her best crying ever.
0: Wow, that's saying a lot after seven what, that, yeah, years it, of it.
1: It's amazing. It's right. absolutely amazing. Right. Well, you've got to go out with a bang, well not you know. She's a great cryer. And the last thing I'm going to talk about is ongoing, and I think you might have finished it.
2: Safe, Harlow Oh, it's so. exceptional. Yes. I've watched it all. Yeah. yeah, I haven't finished it, so don't tell. Oh me what happens, my god, but I've only got two more to go. Listen, that's what I was actually going to talk about it. But was
0: that your last item?
2: That's my last
1: time. But I do need to tell Kay um, that I've watched West. I've listened to West Cork, the f- the whole thing. After oh, okay. She told me to, yeah. and it was excellent. Um, okay. except I'd already got an Audible login, so I did pay seven ninety nine. Oh, I mean, th- this c- this bit could
0: have been done in a private conversation, <laughs> to be honest.
1: Well, not really. This is the only time we speak.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, you've watched all of Safe. Yes. I've watched all of Safe tell us
2: wow i mean please don't tell me anything that happens because i've got two to go i'm joking i never give away spoilers (gasps) oh that's me yeah yeah you're not talking so it's gonna be fine (laughs) um oh god right so i'd already watched three episodes i think it was and so yesterday no two episodes two two. so yesterday i thought right i'll just watch a couple more so we should say this is on netflix it's on netflix we reviewed Um, the two we reviewed it um it's got Michael C. Hall in it. He's a dad. Um, he lost his wife died of cancer a couple of years previously. He's got two daughters. One daughter in the first episode goes missing. And it's him on the hunt for um, his daughter. They live in a gated community and everyone is slowly under suspicion. And it's just basically that investigation. Amanda Abington's his neighbour and is a police officer who investigates. Anyway, was on episode two, thought, oh I'll just watch one. Polish the whole thing off Episode. It's got eight episodes. <gasps> so I watched. Yeah. Are you telling me that you did a binge? I did a bloody binge. That's oh. how good it is. It's so good. Like first of all, Michael C. Hall. His accent. I know I banged on about it originally. The accent is out. The accent deserves a bafter itself. I think we need to look into his like his roots and make sure he is American. Oh, I think he might be British. He's not American because it, no. I think he I know he's British. a good actor, obviously, but like Boy. his accent yeah. is fan. Fantastic. You can't floor it. You I can't think we need it. to get
1: his birth certificate. This is going to be another kind oh, okay.
0: of. Okay, well, I'll ask Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Um, sure. um, um, I noticed you were so um, uh, impressed by his action. You actually tweeted about it, which is quite yeah, a, For <laughs> you, it's quite
2: a I, thing. I really was uh, yeah. bowled over by it. Yeah. Um, also, Madden Abington is great. But what I loved about it, right? Danny Brocklehurst is fantastic like, at adapting this mm. Harlan Coburn novel into like. It's,
0: it, it, it's not a novel, yeah. it's just an original. It's all original. Oh, So yeah, yeah, it's a it story. Isn't. Yeah. So how
1: is it Harlan? Hold on. He, right, go on.
0: I explained this when we reviewed it. He creates I the story. Didn't listen, it's a new Boyd? story. Of course, you don't listen live. <gasps> he created the story. It's not a novel. It's a new, absolutely new, oh. especially for this. And then Danny Brocklehurst and a few other writers. Uh, adapt it and uh, well take that story and they run with it and they write minute, the dialogue sorry. they write the scripts
2: so harlan Coburn yeah. wrote this yeah. yeah where was it pub- it wasn't published he it's wrote a it for a t- oh,
0: right i'm sorry he created he-, he came up with created uh the story right? so he must it's television. A story down for television right for this series this okay is it. fine yeah. okay
2: so, so it was
1: a it was a collaboration yeah
0: it's a collab so someone fine. went to him
1: harlan we're looking to do a series can yeah. you write us a little something down
0: it's more he himself. He, this is what happened with the five. The I mean, one, we the, don't need to reenact one.
2: the conversation. you no. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but you, you, you got into no, it now. I need to know. The, he he's now himself creating his stories, mystery dramas, especially of television. They're their own stories. They're not from novels. They're independent, separate. Ooh. And so it's almost like instead of um, I've got this story, instead of writing a novel, this is more. Uh, this is more uh, oh. works more as a multi part. TV thing. That's so. This is what he's done. Do you know what?
2: That is the best news to ever happen to the TV world. That he's just doing this. Yeah. Now, yeah. Just full, t- like full time, or still just- writing novels. Okay, fine. Still writing so is novels. Is that but- common that people do that? No, it's quite rare. It's a new thing. It's fairly... Well, I think it's
0: happened, but it's quite rare. It's definitely a thing that he himself has, has decided he's to do. He's probably looking
2: for a new challenge. He's written so many books and probably is like taking on. And he, yeah. like
0: and it he on. loves... He's a huge um, He's a huge fan of, mm. of great... of big TV stuff.
2: Yeah. Well, this... Honestly, both of them have just done such a fantastic job because every time you think you've got a grip of it and you think, right, yeah, I've figured out something, it, the rug's pulled b- from beneath your feet and you're like... You're completely clueless and by the end, you're in a complete tailspin and it is it cr- comes to such a crescendo. Does it come extent? to... An, right, let's just say this. Yes, You'll be satisfied. I'll be okay. That's all I'll be satisfied. Anyway, so that was safe. I was going to talk about it anyway. It's on Netflix. Um, But the new stuff I wanted to talk to you about is now, have you heard of a a man called Lee Ridley, aka Lost Voice Guy?
0: I've heard of him, yeah. Right. Stephanie?
2: No. Well, I actually do know him because now my. very good friend, Michelle, who I um, went to primary school with. Um, I call her the Beast, you probably know, heard me call about Beastie. Anyway, she went to university with Lee. So I've met him loads of times, he's a really lovely guy. And he's a comedian, right? And he's recently been on um, BGT, mm-hmm. um, and he got yeses from the judges. And his whole, th- you know, he's a stand-up comedian, but he has cerebral palsy. Aww. And so, which has kind of like, um, it affects he's got no voice, and so h- hence he is the lost voice guy, and he communicates via a computer device and iPad. Mm-hmm. And he always jokes about being like Stephen Hawking, you know, having computer voice. Anyway, I've seen him do stand-up before because in 2014, he won the BBC Radio New Comedy Awards. So I went to the final and watched him win and it was fantastic. He's been on BGT. Loads of people will have seen him on that. But I think part of the um, winning this competition was that he got a Radio 4 comedy out of it, which I've just listened to. And I mean, there's, I think, three or four episodes and I've only listened to two. But it is so good. Ooh. So check it out. I downloaded. You can get it on the iPlayer Radio app, which I didn't know existed, and it's blown my mind. Did you know about this?
0: Of course, of course. I use it every day. What's course it called?
2: What the? Um, oh, it's called Ability. Ability. So um, the comedy is called Ability. He's co-wrote, uh, co-written it with a lady of whose name I've forgotten. I'll look it up. A lady. And um, it's. Autobiographical, semi-autobiographical. So it's um, based on a character called Matt, who's twenty-five years old. He's got cerebral palsy. He has a carer called Bob, um, and he lives with his flatmate. I think her name's Jess. And he's basically trying to live a, you know, a be an independent life. And it's all the funny things that happen in him trying to do so. So um, it's it's stuff from how people react to him and like you know the um over compensators who are really like patronizing mm. to that it's, it's just so funny that you like I was laughing on the train and I'm yeah, go on, sorry. No. Uh,
0: oh, I thought you were going to say something. No, I was listening.
2: Yeah, um, and it's it's really good. So I, honestly, that's one of my top recommends this week. Check it out, Ability. It's on the Radio iPlayer. And really um, and he'll be on, he's got through BGT. So as Did you say it's
0: a one-off or a series?
2: No, it's a series. It's oh, okay. four episodes, Radio oh. 4. Well, um, and what I love about it as well is because obviously he speaks through his iPad. So you've got that kind of very, that voice. Um, and then you've also got, how he hears his voice in his head. So you've got a Scouser voice and you've got Bob. And so it's like, there's a lot of comedy to come out of that where he's thinking something, his computer's saying something, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and the woman who co-wrote it was Catherine Jakeways. I know Catherine Jakeways. Oh. Yeah, yeah. She's
0: great. Is she? Yeah, well, this quite, is yeah.
2: fantastic. I tweeted him, I was messaging yeah. him, and I was like, please say yeah, it's going to be really funny, yeah. another series. And he goes, maybe there might be some TV treatment of it as well. So check it out, Ability. And then the only other thing to say was I've been watching a lot of soap because oh. Oh. No. commiserations. Oh, Boyd. Boyd. Come but on. yes, commiserations. I'm joking. I'm joking, I'm
0: joking too.
2: Okay, lots are. of joking going on. So um, I was on the. I was very privileged to be asked to be on the British Soap Awards panel. Oh yeah, I get that you are a judge. You That's are a
0: bong so- in itself, isn't it?
2: Bong. Yeah, I've yeah. never had a bong. Yeah, you should have a bong. Can I have that? a different sounding one? I want it to be a bit more showbiz. Clang. Oh. Oh. oh, Boyd? No. That's harsh. God, if anyone deserves a clang, it's you. All right. Mm. All right. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, on Friday, I got to be on the panel because um, I've got a soap column in Heat magazine, Case Soap Dish. um, And yeah, so for that, I had to watch lots and lots of soap. But Boyd was joking then, but a lot of people are quite derogatory about soaps and actually... I think they need to stop first of all but, but also, of people watch soaps millions of people watch soaps and last week for anyone who is a soap fan if you watch coronation street um Ooh, aiden connor yeah there even was, i heard about this it was it was incredible uh, loads of people dish um shane ward for many reasons but he acted so well in this storyline it was basically the story of Um, Aidan Connor taking his own life and it was like... Does he actually take his own life? Yeah, and it was the run-up to that and it was the scenes. You never saw it. It was really um, well handled Um, and it's the aftermath and honestly, it was just such incredible performances. You kind of like look at it and you think, you know what, loads of people can be snooty-magooty about soaps but actually... As a standalone drama, if we were reviewing some like that particular episode, we would have been saying good things. About but let's it, not so. forget how
1: many good actors come out of soaps. Lots, yeah, of exactly. and, and also Kylie.
2: Hello, Kylie. She came and out Your favourite, Ricky Whittle. But um, just, oh,
1: <laughs> just oh, to say, the
2: oh, judging oh, panel oh. was really good, and I got to sit next to this lady who I've judged before with, Barbara Mashin. Have you, you know yeah. her? Yeah. Yeah. She is such an incredible lady, and she had such an interesting career. So she was the creator of um, *Waking the Dead*. And she's written loads of like screenplays and whatever. And mm-hmm. she's done Emma Day on Casualty and stuff. And she was just formidable. And she's done a prequel to Waking the Dead called, I think is it Unforgiven, Boyd, do you think? Unforgiven. Does she do Unforgiven? Yes, yeah, on Radio 4. Oh, that's a You're different You're
0: getting confused with Unforgotten, the ITV <laughs> thing. I <mean>. Ironically. Yeah. <laughs> just saying.
2: No, it's Unforgiven. And now that I've got this ruddy bloody I iPlayer radio app, I'm going to listen to it. So mm. next week I'll tell you what it's like. Ooh. But she's, um, she's excellent. Hey, snooty
0: Magooty, just uh, underlying that phrase is that yeah yeah snooty it, it's, a, it's a, one of k's favorites yeah. yeah um i noticed also via social media that you were living it up after the <laughs> <soapbox> <laughs> with some of the other judges and yeah. it looked like alcohol <laughs> had you? been consumed
2: Yes, but put my, it like... My friend
0: Elliot, for example, from I Talk Telly.
2: Well, do yeah. you know what? He yeah. was talking about you and he cool. said how... Lo, what, lo, I, I found it hard to do. Um, boing, boing. I yeah. found so it hard got to boing. establish it was you from this description. He said, oh, he's such a lovely man. He's really been encouraging of my career. I asked him to come out with coffee and he gave me advice. And I was like, wow. Who is so this So who chap? is impersonating that's, that's you, boys? Who is it? Yeah,
0: That's the, kind, that's the kind of... Hero, I am. It
2: is it's oh, true. God! Smash his head on table. Anyway, yeah, it was really good. Yeah, I did great, consume yeah. alcohol, but not enough to give me diverticulitis.
0: <laughs> good. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you. Thank you for very comprehensive uh, what you've been doing and watching.
2: So, what have you
1: been doing
0: uh, in, in between quaffing champagne? Qu- champagne, coffee. So that was at the um, launch of um,
2: Patrick, Patrick Melrose.
0: Melrose. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Brains going. Oh my yeah. god, his
2: brains pickled from all yeah. that champagne.
0: It's the painkillers. So there was a yeah. Sky uh, had this event where um, various of us got to hang out with Ben. That's what I'm calling him. Because uh, call, i call him do, Ben. Do, do well, you c- call him Ben? You know I've said this before. This oh, is oh, he calls big Boydie. Yeah. He calls you Boydie. Yeah. D- yeah. d- is
1: that because he thinks? It, is it a pet name or is it? I think it's a pet name. I think it's actually my name. Oh
0: my god! Can you imagine? You see my byline. Hello, Boydie. Boyd E. Yeah, boy, B O Y D. Yeah, so he's very sweet. He was in great mood. His, his lovely wife was there, who I would never oh, met before. So- Sophie. Yeah. Um, and lots of kind of important people like um, the guy who wrote the original novels of Patrick Morrow's. Oh
2: my God. Teddy uh, yeah. Teddy yeah. Teddy, is called,
0: wow. he was there. I've got, by the way, they gave me uh, a goodie bag with copies of the novels so I can bring those in <gasps> Oh, I'd love you, to yeah. read it. I just haven't the, done that yet. Thank you. And the, but the best thing was about the dinner, apart from the fact that I got ill because of the excessive amount of champagne. Well, I don't think we could call that it was the my best own fault. thing. It was my own fault. Is that they had the five course dinner and each course was based on an episode of the show.
1: Oh, that was so, so clever! It was so, so clever. French...
0: So the first course, yeah. remember what happens? We reviewed it on the show, York. the drug episode. Yeah. yeah. So the first course is that you had rose water, warm rose water, in a kind of vegetable like broth thing, and you had to inject the rose water <gasps> from a giant <gasps> um, thing, injecting thing. What's it called? A syringe. Syringe. syringe thank you. <laughs>
2: what? Like this? Yeah, a Giant like a injecting. Syringe, giant thing. syringe. I've got a syringe pen. Yeah. I
0: um, I Instagram story it, you, if you, yeah, but it's gone now. Obviously, a yeah, giant syringe <laughs> into your own little dish things like that and then another episode was kind of there was like earth fake earth for um, whatever happens in episode 4 which I haven't seen yet in fact okay. so I don't know and yeah it was incredible oh it was, wow it was so brilliantly done yeah it was really what clever. was for
1: dessert are you not exactly um, so sort of god who'd have thought food would give the yeah. spoiler to and yeah. there, were these,
0: there was this um, like oyster thing concoction which was the second one and Why would And I'm trying to remember what that was that was in um, France on. wasn't it yeah I, I think that was, was like, the field it was kind yeah. of like a greeny oyster thing covering this oysters so wow. it was based on that field in France and if, I thought that was what made me up but it wasn't it was the excessive who has
1: got the time to create a menu? Yeah. Based on to be every fair, you were feasting like Henry VIII as
2: well, so you probably got gout.
0: Thanks. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe. Maybe it's gout and diverticulitis. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah it was incredible, yeah. and he, yeah, but it was brilliant. And we're still um, hashtag
2: praying for you, Boyd.
0: Thank you. Uh, and we all had a wonderful time. That was oh. that's name drop number one. Then no, wait, um, wait Nick. Um, sorry, yeah. very quickly.
2: Did you mention to Benedict about this fantastic podcast?
0: No, I right. didn't. Annoyingly, cool. it's I'm the sorry. The one job you had, um, <laughs>
2: other than not to get deeply ill. <laughs> from you know from when because excesses.
0: You know when you're deep in a conversation about we're talking about his. Performance and what he had to do, and it, and that was I couldn't just interrupt. And then, do and you then think
2: you need to get a tattoo away. on your arm? I Unmissable podcast tattoo on your arm to remind you.
0: No, I tell everyone. I tell everyone. Yeah. I, told everyone, everyone. Really? I told everyone at the BAFTAs, literally everyone. Really? Yeah. So don't. Yeah. Okay. I can name the vast array the of, well, you will of very important them. people okay, that good. they still had to go out and go out and listen to okay, the podcast. Okay, yeah. Fine. Fine. Yeah, honestly. And in fact, your favourite Diederik Santa was there, regular podcast listener, and was talking. Well, I've got some news on him, but a bit later. Um so that was that. Yeah, got ill then. Last night went to the Baftas, hosted the winners press conference. So I, um, you know, I met Sir David Attenborough, um, your my friend, your my friend. friend. I'd say, yeah, Big Tom Davis, murdered successful fame. Um, um, the lovely, uh, now I'm forgetting all their names. Jason Watkins,
2: boom. wonderful
0: actor. Toby Jones of the Detectorists, Bong. Um, and had a lovely chat with Derma and Bong. his wife D. Um, you know the Scottish guy from Line of Duty, whose name I forgot. I should have written notes. Oh yes, yeah. Martin. Martin Constant, amazing. Bong, he was on brilliant yeah. form. Um, I hope he doesn't listen to this because so I, I forgot his name momentarily. That's fine. You, you're, uh, you're
1: who's your... a favourite person you met? Painkillers.
0: Um, oh, do you know what? John Motson Bom- so it was the legendary football commentator oh he retired he won the special award yeah and he was incredible like for me as a football fan he's a proper legend and yeah so that that was pretty incredible but obviously Sade was in good form um, but it was generally, generally oh and he you know, was the funniest winner of course you who? Know, Love Island cruising oh cruising with Jane McDonald won <laughs> Listen, the BAFTA no for best yes it did
1: yeah but I think she deserves it because that oh. is a great show wow
0: you, you may say that but what was let, it up against it was up against like big serious factual programs like I haven't what? got a list on me alright I'm gonna now, well, now you're gonna challenge me to crank no, up the list yeah crank I will. up the list
2: because in the meantime I want to talk about something a mission I feel was where the hell was Motherland oh right so she was down as um like an um as like I don't know comedy performance Motherland the oh, great m- BBC one yeah. where the hell was it, comedy where was it as just well, comedy well if you must
0: know I was I must one know. of the judges in that category oh you fucked it so. up Boyd <laughs>
2: Oh. Furious about this, you've wow. again you've taken
0: us down. Well, the sometimes
2: you need F-ing to and F and Jeff-y. Jeff, yeah. It
0: was a very big year, it was a very tight year for comedy. This year, what?
2: get up oh. that list, get me that list. I want to see honestly. it, just get the list up. K, I want to see what's better K K than Motherland. Okay, gone
0: gone. calm, try it. She's I gone broke.
2: She, you you know K, what? K, the, the vein is out. Oh okay. my god, okay, I've got a vein <laughs> in my forehead that's very unseemly, and it sometimes comes out. Listen, no, for I'm being serious, um, yeah. <laughs> clearly now. I just want to know on that list what was possibly better that nudged Motherland. Well, this country won the...
0: for start, is a start. Okay, brilliant, fine, I accept Have you ever watched it? No, I accept you. that. Boyd. Maybe I said you want to watch it now. It's brilliant, but
2: that's just one boy. Yeah, yeah exactly. I Daisy wanna...
0: May Cooper. But the other highlight, them, they were brilliant. Daisy May Cooper and, and, and her brother, who make that show, were mm. fantastic. And she wore—you'll have seen—she yeah, wore she, yeah. a dress, football strip, made of Swindon football strip, bright red, which I got a photo taken with. You. It was so fantastic. Um, so that that one catastrophe.
2: Yes, Sharon okay Delaide, fine, brilliant yeah. Brilliant show, yeah. that was
0: in the category. Next. Um, Chewing Gum, The Great Michaela Cole, Genius, that was in the what category. What series is that, second? And Time Wasters, which you all loved on this very show. Yeah. I did love that, Time
2: Wasters, I'm happy with Chewing so Gum, what series those is that? Are the what series, series is four. Series two, which was yeah, brilliant. Yeah, exactly, doesn't deserve to be there.
0: <sighs> wow. Motherland. was it, that. It's
2: debut, I'm furious about this. I wasn't this. And, uh, Do you know what, usually my anger is pointed at like just in the air because I've got no one to focus it on and now, Boyd has admitted right here that he was part of that decision. She's really
0: cross. I've never seen anything like it. Oh, you know, Meanwhile, pissed
2: off. just <gasps> wow! Fuck. Okay, I
1: mean, but you know what? That's three swear words. Yeah, we're gonna I've get a job. I've never seen anything like okay? it because <laughs> this is getting it. out of control. Let,
0: right, if you don't want to be snooty magooty about yeah. the uh, Jane McDonald show, so Jane cruising with Jane McDonald, the brilliantly titled "Cruising with Jane McDonald,"
2: but she is cruising. <laughs> She's
0: cruising on a, what, cruise. So on a cruise
2: or just around on a like, cruise, like ship? oh,
0: <laughs> cruise ships. Yeah, right. Well, this is the thing. <laughs> so she comes into the press conference that I'm hosting, and everyone's like amazed. Everyone's. Incredibly excited to see what What is gonna she's, she's like, a she is thrilled. She's so, she cannot believe it. Yeah, because she's. Um, and she's very, very self effacing about the show because I have actually seen some of this show, it's by the really way. Have you good. ever seen it? No, oh, You would
2: like it. The best thing
0: about it is, it's literally her going on cruises, which she does, she loves doing anyway, yeah. being paid. A pretty girl, penny, pretty penny, and she takes her own little um, like she films stuff on her own like little camera, doesn't she? She's like, a ledge. So, so a lot of it is her literally like walking around with a camera, like almost like extended selfie video, looking around and kind of you know taking in the sights of, on the a, ship.
2: she's a true sounds like a pro. Quite,
0: documentary. It's quite low. Lo-fi. Lo-fi. But, so this is the funny thing. The first thing she said, well, I asked her about the show. She goes, it's just our little show, our little amateurish oh. show. The producers, like, it's not amateurish. Oh, we did yeah. a professional day." He'd got quite, you know, yeah, yeah. that was quite funny. And then she said, the joy of cruising. She's talking about the joy of cruising. <laughs> oh. How cruising is the best thing in the world. Oh, fantastic. She, I think at one point she said, the sexiest thing is to go cruising. And everyone's like, all, all the... Got all your her, headline right there. All the, all the hacks from the daily papers are like giggling and you know <laughs> laughing. And she's completely, gen, seems genuinely oblivious. To the fact that there's two meanings. I to the love Jay
1: Macdonald. I think she's, she's a wonderful, and also she's right. Cruising is great. So yeah. you know what?
0: Do you go cruising? Then?
1: I've been on a cruise.
0: Where?
1: I went on a cruise when I came back from New York. I cruised on the Queen Mary. Oh wow! I do not even remember. Yeah, that. Queen Mary. Did you see for... Jane? Do you know... No, <laughs> I didn't. Do you, know, <laughs> do you know who was on my cruise? <laughs> Camcorder, who? James Taylor, which was amazing. The legendary Canadian folk yeah, singer. Yeah, wow. w- It was <laughs> incredible.
0: Just to confirm, cruising with Jane Macdonald won the BAFTA in the features category. It'd be Antics Roadshow. No More Boys and Girls, Can Our Kids Go Gender-Free, which was on BBC Two and was very good. Mm-hmm. And The Secret Life of the Zoo, which was very good. And oh, it, And was it good. triumphed, yeah. Cruising one, And of course, um, Love Island won as well. Yeah, people its seem category. to not be very
2: happy about that, though. People get Snooty Magooty. Sno- Snooty Magooty, see. Um,
0: they were great. And so Chris and uh, the other time, uh, Marcel, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. Marcel came on and the producer. And it, well, that was quite interesting. I talked to the producer quite a lot about, you know, what's happening in that series. So it was all... Did
1: you find out any secrets? Very, no, uh. no.
0: No secrets, um, but it was all in all, yeah, glorious. Sean Bean won for um, Broken. What she reviewed, which,
1: what did we and what did we say? We said Sean Bean we did. is going to win all the BAFTAs. There you for go. That. Yeah. And do you remember we said he was going to win an Oscar? Because mm. yeah. anyone could win a BAFTA, but yeah. we take that back now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Murder <laughs> and Successful won Best Comedy Program which also did we? I'm sure we did that. Um, big Tom. Yeah, yeah I did. Mean, yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Um, I'm just going through now. Now I've started. Peaky Blinders won Best Drama. Of
2: course, I haven't got any objections to any of these. You know what I've got a problem with.
0: BGT won Best Entertainment Programme. Had a lovely chat with Deck. Oh, he yeah. Was How form. is Deck? He was, he was fine. He was absolutely
2: fine. Yeah.
0: He's, he's fine. loving life. His wife's pregnant. Yeah, he's loving life. Yeah, he's loving life. Yeah. Um, uh, Handmaid's Tale won International, which we'll be talking about later. Series mm-hmm. two. O.T. Fag Benley, the plays um, her husband. And you know, in the flashbacks, did you watch any of season one?
2: We, we, were pre- we reviewed, reviewed the first it, episode yeah. Elizabeth <laughs>
0: Moss's husband. Yeah, do you remember? he, he yeah. accepted the award. And he's lovely. He's very nice. Um, Molly wins a run for Three Girls. You watched Three Girls about the um, Rochdale. No, abuse but scandal. I want to. See everyone Incredible. like
2: everyone was talking about that.
0: Yeah, um, and Three Girls won best mini series. Morgana Robinson's Summer won best short form program. She's very funny. Oh, Rhea Ferdinand's documentary won oh best documentary. Oh my god, that was brilliant.
1: That is honestly that was devastating. Yeah. That absolutely yeah, brilliant. Yeah,
0: exactly, and he said that meant more to him winning this award than all the trophies. He's won. He's won wow, I'm troughs. sure it did. I'm he's sure won a lot of trophies. Yeah. Um, Casualty won best soap and tune drama. Okay. Da, 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 Controversial. Da,
2: da, da, da. Yeah. East yeah. wasn't even in that category. No.
0: And Do you um, know, weirdly,
2: in Red Sparrow, one of the doctors from Casualty pops up. It was very strange. Really? Wow.
0: Yeah. That is strange.
2: Was it, it Charlie? A, no. The man who I never leaves Casualty. Name.
1: No, no, no. Charlie's not allowed to leave. But yeah.
0: And finally, the Virgin TV Must See Moment Award, the only oh, award yeah. voted by members of the public, was won by Blue Planet's Mother Pilot Whale Greaves.
1: Oh, that was mm. awful. That oh god. Sad times. Sad times. That was awful. Yeah. Where she was carrying a baby around. Yeah. Oh god.
0: And believe it or not, I still haven't finished because I just want to say one more thing, which is that um Deadpool is out today. Have you seen it? Yes. Deadpool he- 2. <sighs> Deadpool 2, in god. fact. Yeah, Deadpool was out ages ago. Deadpool yeah. 2 is out today, Tuesday, the 15th of May.
1: It's got one of my favourite girls from Atlanta in it who plays um Donald Glover's girlfriend.
0: In Atlanta, yes, yes, yeah. she's brilliant in it. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, yeah. Zazzy. She's brilliant. And she's she's the best new character actually, I have to say. So Is there's she? Like a few newbies, yeah. Um, and it's really brilliantly entertaining. Case furious because I didn't invite her to the special secret screening I went to. But equally, she was busy at the time. She why couldn't didn't you? Up.
2: Why didn't you invite I me? Though? Loved I love Deadpool, and he so did not invite me.
0: I wasn't, I wasn't allowed to tell anyone I was seeing it, let alone have a plus one. But
1: I saw you writing that thing which said you wouldn't say any secrets of Deadpool, so I knew you were going oh, okay. already.
0: Zazie Beats plays Domino. Mm. She's one of the new recruits, one of the new in in the X Squad. That um, Deadpool gathers to try and um, try and rescue this young boy played by uh, Julian Dennison of Hunt for the World of People fame. Did you see that? No. Oh. And um, Josh Brolin is Cable. The Josh
1: Brolin is like, yeah. the, he's like, he's like the baddie in everything yeah. now. so yeah. do you need a baddie? Yeah. Okay, Josh, are you available to be the baddie in so everything?
0: All I'm saying. So this is my review. My quick Deadpool Two review is it's even funnier, even more outrageous, even more action packed, and. Uh, clever and, than the first one yes. so if you like the first one it's well, got even more it. of that well, I think we should go on a
2: group a group outing
0: I was so happy to see it again my favourite thing though is it's got you know the title sequence in the first one do you remember so it had like you know starring some egomaniac mm. klux, I'm, I'm yeah. paraphrasing rather than having everyone's name and it was in part of that slow motion action sequence <laughs> yeah. thing yeah. this time it's very similar except even better it's a spoof of James Bond style type of sequences. Oh, so you know how right, you have K all Street, the, yeah. Yeah, we always have the ladies it's yeah, kind of yeah. exploitatively yeah. you know, kind of rubbing themselves in silhouette. Well you've got Deadpool exploitatively <laughs> rubbing himself in silhouette. Oh
2: I think I a saw a what classic something The power yeah. ballad by oh, Celine Dion. Oh yeah, oh, yeah fantastic. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Oh, so there you go. Deadpool stuff. two, out today. Go and see it. That we will. concludes the first part of the podcast. It's been extended. I blame but myself I, yeah
2: but you know what I think that was fine yeah it was worth it yeah
0: what have we got I think that we've got like something before the meet we've what do we call it what's this section called now tweets
2: before, before the, meet. the meet yes we have we've got tweets before the meet it's our new franchise because we're just reviews <laughs> news reviews news it has been retired it's been retired and you know we've we've taken a we've kicked back on the whole reviews front for a bit we felt people might be getting fatigued with that so we've now moved on to this I cannot imagine why <laughs> <laughs> now just to remind you guys we do have twitter at unmissables pod and we've had some feedback so i did a shout out midweek last week to say look have you have got any questions for us anything we can do um and we've got loads of questions so first up at cold ghetto says do you know when the second series of 13 reasons why will be arriving very keen to see how they adapt the format
0: um Boyd-o? yes i do believe it my, my glamorous on... assistant
2: Oh, we didn't We static. write about didn't we do a feature on that? Yeah, we
0: did a feature on it in the current issue of Heat Magazine. So, first
2: of all, go and buy the magazine, but. But
0: we are, we are, the we, reason that we would review it this week, but we're forbidden. The, the interestingly enough, this is behind the curtains, behind the scenes. Yeah, BTC. Been the, forbidden? Yeah, there's a very late embargo on the series, second series of 13 Why. Uh, Does that why. mean it's not very good? No, no, no. I think it's because it's so controversial. I, so, I wrote the feature about how controversial it was, season one, because mm. it dealt with suicide, and mm. it did actually, you did actually see the Suicide, which was very controversial, oh, that is controversial. Uh, unlike what you're saying about mm. Coronation or Street. Street. Um, so, um, can
2: you nutshell it for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about?
0: 13 Reasons Why is based on a young adult, best selling young adult novel, and it's all about um, a, go- a teenage girl, high school girl, takes her own life, leaves 13 cassette tapes to a boy in her class, um, explaining the reasons why she took her life. Yeah, oh, and this effectively, sounds horrible. it's a, a series of the people, they're all about the different people in her peer group and what they've did to her in various horrible ways. Mm. It includes sexual assault. It is. I mean, it's, I said in my article, and I think it's true, it's probably the most raw and kind of real teen drama ever. Controversial teen really? drama ever. Yeah. This is not Dawson's Creek. Yeah. It was like, it, you know, it looks like Dawson's skins, Creek but even in the more So, oh, and God. yet also it was very controversial because people, some mental health experts had issues with the way it depicted um, suicide because it's such a you know the strict rules about even reporting it
2: didn't they feel like because some people thought it's like an instruction manual yeah almost. exactly exactly
0: oh, so I think I mean I I you know I think it's a really good show I think it's a brilliant yeah. show actually so and I you know I'm not sure I think I I generally feel that I'm doesn't no expert. feel
1: that doesn't feel like it would lend itself to a second series though like well that's interesting if you thing, find out
0: because there's only one novel and so this is completely new and this is now not about sexual assault and I mean I, I haven't watched them yet but okay. um, it's and it it starts on. Friday, the eighteenth of May, is the answer. Friday, to the eighteenth of May, on the Netflix and. Um uh, we're only not reviewing because we couldn't because of the embargo runs out. I think later this week, and then everyone can watch it and decide for themselves. But I think they just wanted people to decide for themselves, you know, and not go on about the controls This is a, my own interpretation of why okay. it's been embargoed. Who was um, that
2: question from? There you go. That was from uh, that was at rambling. Cold Ghetto. That was at a Cold long rambling yeah. answer. All right, next up we've got at Gertie Perkins Eight. What oh, a fantastic name! She, she's a long time pog and she says, "What happened to the BBC drama Cops set in Brighton? It was really good with diverse characters." and Cast including Amanda Abington, Sean Dooley, and Ashley Walters. That does sound good.
0: It was Where good. Where has yeah. it gone? It at? was good. I did a um, feature on that program. Really, it was good. Yeah, and um, the answer to that question, I believe, is that it was on. It was a pre-Watershed program. It was on eight o'clock on a Wednesday night on BBC One with Amanda Abington. Yeah, yeah, and it was really good. It was really good. Um, but I think it just didn't. It's hard, you know. How many? pre-Watershed dramas are on it it's got hardly any and how much
1: drama can you have pre-Watershed right. yeah
0: exactly It's hard, especially in a cop drama yeah. I mean, yeah so it was it was a difficult challenge that the BBC specifically wanted it to be kind of right. family friendly mm. and it didn't get the numbers they wanted I think it didn't it didn't do that badly but I think they just thought they just they just didn't recommission it and it was controversial because a lot of people really liked it yeah.
2: okay wow. next up at Claire G- Glitter could we please review Empire it's so
1: good do you know what, At Clay Letty, who's also another long-time pog it is really good. But do you know what? I, you, I don't know about you guys. It's one of those shows that I've never been able to get past the first season.
0: Same, yeah, yeah, I watched the first couple of episodes. And hasn't it maybe? moved to, it was on E4, but I think it's moved to like five stars. But or That's maybe, never we
2: revi- maybe, no, maybe we five should USA. revisit. Maybe yeah. we should revisit. Because everybody know. loves it. We should revisit. Yeah, should revisit. Right. Yeah. JD, John Dan will put it on the list. Um, okay. Then we've had at Torres, J47. Now, Torres is one of our long-time listeners. And he says, has the committee watched episodes of M- at NBC Timeless or at V... Is it Vida? Underscore stars? What is that? And would they care to pass judgment? Timeless. What is Timeless?
0: Timeless is, I believe, a science fiction uh, drama mm. that I have, I have to admit I haven't seen. And uh, Vida. I haven't. I don't know Vida. Vida
2: means life in Spanish. Wow. Oh, my God. Hopefully it's a Spanish drama. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yes. All right. We're going to look into those. Boyd's going to look into that. And then we also had um, at Danae Robinson 1 said, um, does anyone know why W have dropped EastEnders now? Listen, Danae Robinson. I was actually going to phone W or um, UK TV to get the answer. Sorry, W Channel. Yes. Dropped EastEnders. Yes. Why did they? What? Yeah, exactly. So I was going to phone the... Um, the press office because I thought come on let's be th- well Boyd some, actually said do some journalism yeah do some journalism phone up and um, but then I didn't need to because Boyd helpfully did a Google instead yeah and um,
0: it was magical it's
2: Yeah, a Google it was an amazing moment and it has been dropped um, just because I think they weren't getting enough viewers and on the W channel
1: yeah I'm so confused a BBC programme EastEnders is on the W channel does that happen a lot?
0: Yeah, because yeah, UK is, W Channel is part of UK TV and UK TV is partly, or at least it was, I don't know if it still is, I think it still is, partly... Um, uh they buy loads of stuff from the BBC and it's partly funded by the BBC, I think. Partly like invested in wow, by the BBC, is. if you well, like. Well,
2: listen, Steve North, the genre manager of entertainment and comedy at UKTV, said the contractual period for airing *EastEnders* and W has come to an end and we currently have no plans to transmit future episodes. Ooh, so, sozzy Stenders, you're yeah. gone.
0: Meanwhile, Vida is a drama about two Mexican-American siblings from East Los Angeles. Yeah, check it out.
2: What's that
1: on?
0: It's on the Stars channel. That's why Kay was confused because I
1: was at thought at stars, stars, yeah, stars. Yeah, That's um, the
0: that's the American. Twitter handle of the show. Right.
1: Yeah. So are we going to? Re- can we?
0: I haven't. I here? don't think I haven't seen anyone showing it here. <sighs> we'll, we'll, as we'll yeah. soon as they do,
2: though, Torres, we will get on it. Um, okay. Final few bits. We have got. Um, oh, listen. This is tweet of the week. Tweet, tweet of, of the week. week. Listen to this. I love this one okay. particularly. At Daz Deluxe says at. Um, I hope. At Unmissable Pod doesn't start including listener reviews. It's the most <laughs> tedious part of the At Entertainment podcast.
0: <laughs> listener reviews.
2: Oh my God. Mm. Um, you know Wait. how we did reviews, news. Yeah, reviews oh news. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, On, on the, I wouldn't say they're 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 brief, brief um, analysis. On well, the ours are yeah. brief,
2: and he's already annoyed about the other oh, ones. But so. we're definitely not
0: going to include them. No, no way.
2: Boyd we had a section called Reviews News for about 50 episodes oh oh he is he uh, do they have a thing where no, listeners about say listeners, what yeah, they think different. about things yeah
0: yeah listeners listeners, they read out oh. yeah no they read oh, out oh god
1: no oh no on Entertainment
0: they read out quite well, detailed, we do care what all of you very well written intelligent reviews oh, from I'm listeners I'm so disappointed Daryl yeah. I thought you were
2: being highly sarcastic no. which I applaud See, and
0: It's a misunderstanding. It's a
2: misunderstanding. Okay. And then um, final couple of things. Just wanted to give you some feedback on the live event idea, Boyd. Last week, you put out to everyone, shall we do a live event in (laughs) Um, Cafe Nero? Will anyone come? Or in Hammersmith Apollo. (laughs) Right. We've had a bit of feedback. At Cedar Masters says, looking forward to coming to a live podcasting for about £10. Hashtag the the ludicrous fucking podcast. Now, I thought he was being, I was like, oh my God.
0: That's what I said. Yes. And that's
2: what you said. You called it the ludicrous fucking podcast. Right. Anyway, that is a great podcast
0: in a a fond way.
2: (laughs) Right. So then we had at Laura Stell saying yes to the live show. Although I do have a poglet to consider. Will there be a babysitting service provided? Boyd will hold your baby. Boyd Will will do that. Relax. Yeah. Boyd. It's like the Pope holding the baby. Do you
1: promise to hold the baby? Estelle, uh, Laura, yes, Estelle's he popular. does. No, he, yes. no hu- yes, we'll
0: hire a creche.
2: Well, here, <laughs> right, okay, the oh crash might be bigger than the you know, actual. This has gone of from people. us yeah. not having enough people to fill Cafe Nero to we're hiring a creche, okay. Um, and then Nitty Katie says, um, I'd love. Absolutely love to come to a live pod. I'll perhaps pay £15. Pounds. Are you kidding? Oh, someone's got a lot of disposable income. Yeah, and also That's £15. I, pounds. I, I don't know if we're worth that. Um, and will give you £5 pounds change from that. All of the live event feedback. And then finally, while we were talking about Diedrich Center, so this morning he tweeted about being at the airport, going mm-hmm. to Tinstar. Star. Yes. <gasps> Right? Yes. He was going to Tin Star. What? Yes. And um, he said he's a touch sleep deprived, but nonetheless tingly with anticipation. So I was excited when I saw that. And I was like, come on, can we come? Mm. Knowing how much the Unmissables podcast loves it. And he said, of course. I'll sneak you in. So to me, that says that we are imminently gonna are to we Canada, going to head to Canada after no. this. Grab Fantastic. your passport, guys. We're going. Oh great!
0: Just believe every word he says. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I spoke to Diedrich, and he, I was very excited by. He told well, me you're was, two
2: having a Diedrich off. Yeah, his, yeah. He, Diedrich loves me more than
0: Kay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, he, Diedrich's
1: my friend. I'm genuinely
0: excited by the fact that he is one of the his companies producing Utopia. Remember Utopia when it was on Channel Four? The mind-blowingly bright, colourful, violent. Um, drama that was about all started with this comic book mysterious comic book do you ever see it no it's mm. about, Oh, you're looking at me like a man I it was quasi dystopian to yeah, be I know it sounds yeah. it. Your face almost like I know. screws it up really when the dystopia. Yeah. Anyway, it was brilliant in its own right. Now, it, this has been in development for ages, the um, re- American remake, and it's being created and written by Gillian Flynn of Gone Girl fame. Oh, I was thought written, I recognised yeah, she Yeah, he told me that, that it's being written by her and it's her it spin. It is not
1: Gillian. It's, it is it's Gillian. No, it's Gillian. Oh my God, yeah. you know what? I have been calling her Gillian well, forever. we we'll fool
0: you. You know. I think
1: most people think her well, name's Gillian. It's Gillian. It's Gillian. It's a hard are you G. sure? Yes. Okay. Yes. Wow. Well, if you want
0: to check with... If you've uh, learned nothing Dietrich. at all from <laughs> yeah. this podcast, it's you've RG. learned that
1: sometimes people's names are not Gillian, they are Gillian. Yeah,
0: so I think it's quite an American thing. Okay. So anyway, yeah, she's a brilliant, brilliant writer and she, it's going to be her unique spin on this already incredible... Series that went on years ago. On wow! 4. What other gossip did it's you watch? It's going Prime. Um, uh, Just about
2: the th- road
1: trip to Canada,
0: was <laughs> <is> it? <laughs> 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 Nothing about the road trip. Canada, well, when
1: yeah. I spoke to Diedrich, I didn't really speak to Diedrich. <laughs>
0: is that enough grotesque yes, name dropping and is. Twitter? It's
2: a yeah, it's. Do you know what it's time for?
0: It's time for some bloody meat. This is. I think this is probably the record for the latest. We've gone to the meet, isn't this it? Is, yeah.
2: This is the equivalent of, you know, when they don't show the titles of a program to like... The OA, Yeah, so this is, like, this is our new version of that. 52 like minutes, when yeah. like when like we're going to get the meet. we're reinventing the wheel. Yeah, poor John.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like yeah, that, he's... you know, when 52 minutes or 52 minutes in the OA, when the title started, you got hairs on the back of your neck, when I mm. bet our listeners similarly. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> guys, now, calm down. After how long is okay. it, John? Oh, You're kidding.
0: Kay's horrified.
2: Okay, it's fine. We just got speed talk now. Go. To Just read, ready. The t- read the titles. We'll give a star rating <laughs> and then that'll be it, okay?
0: No. No, we're going to luxuriate <laughs> in the joy that is A Very English Scandal first, which starts this Sunday on BBC One and Nine. It's a three-parter. It's written by Russell D. Davis. It's based on a book, True Book by John Preston, factual book. It's directed by the filmmaker Stephen Frears. It stars Hugh Grant as Jeremy Thorpe, who was the leader of the Liberal Party in the 70s. He was an MP in the 60s he was secretly gay as it was illegal in the mm. 60s let's face it his secret lover was norman scott who was then a stable he met him as a stable boy and he's played by the great ben wishaw they had a secret affair and it got him in big trouble alex jennings is his best mate peter bessel um and it's such but the big story is and this is all happened incredibly he's the only mp british mp who went on trial for murder for attempted murder so he did a you know the story is. He got so desperate he was being, um, bright. You know, blackmailed effectively mm. by this younger guy, um, who wants going to reveal all about their relationship, and it was a huge, big scandal. And he was a big, famous political figure, Jeremy Thorpe, not obscure in any way. And um, in order to silence him, he set up a an elaborate uh, murder plot, which spins, which plays out in episodes two and three, which we haven't seen yet. We've seen episode one, haven't we? Yeah. That's the main story. So now I um, remember this very clearly because I was growing up in the seventies. I remember Jeremy Thorpe in the early seventies. You know, and Do it was a, it was the biggest it was the biggest thing on the news for months and months. So even then, as like an eight, nine, ten year old, whatever, you were mm. was aware of it and very famous thing. But when I interviewed. Hugh Grant and Rusty Davis about this oh, did you? for Pilot TV magazine, still available, four ninety nine.
1: <laughs> hold on, five pound minus a £5 penny. Five pound
0: minus a penny, and they both made the point that no one under forty has heard of these people.
2: Yeah, I mean, but clueless. everyone
0: over forty has, and it's so true. And I've been checking out this theory as as time has gone on when I talk to people about the program, and it's absolutely true. So I guess you two have never heard of any of this.
2: No, I hadn't.
0: So my question is, I know I think. What did you think, K?
2: I thought it. I thought it was really interesting because I had no knowledge of this um, case at all, Um, and to use Steph's favorite words, I thought it was a a very fascinating social commentary (laughs) on, (laughs) you know, the (laughs) fact that, like, I mean, it's it's so unthinkable to me now that like homosexual Mm. sexuality would be illegal that they'd have to hide it. Um, The fact that you know most gay, gay men would either persecuted, prosecuted or driven to suicide Um, and so like yeah I thought it was really interesting from that point of view and also I think as a period drama it really pulls it off I mean it's the level of detail that goes into it I thought it was very nice to look at Um, and also how well cast like Hugh Grant Paddington. Now this. Oh, God, yeah. he's on a yeah. he's on a His good range. <laughs> His range <laughs> yeah. is just. Um,
0: when he was in um, he was in Stephen Revis's film with um, with Florence Foster Jenkins, where he played. her... Yes, oh, I watched that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched that. That yeah. was good. Yeah.
2: Um, and also, this reminded me of Man in the Orange Shirt. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, it Which was was a
0: Diedrich uh, production. Was it? Yeah. Oh. yeah. The um, same. So, so yeah, Will I Diederik thought
2: was. Loving. I thought it was really good, and I thought. Um, It was very interesting. I thought the themes as well were interesting to me, like identity, like Jeremy, um, one of his big things, no, Norman rather, the lover, Ben Wishel's character, he... He's got. First of all, he's got mental health issues, which I think is interesting yeah. how that was portrayed as well. And he um, he's been blackmailing with love letters. And at some point, he loses his national I- identity card or something. You know, was his it his national um, insurance? Cards. That's it. Yeah, well, and he so never really gets one. I yeah. think is
0: the thing because he's yeah, he Oh, okay, over. he left it.
2: No, he left it behind. Uh, he left it you know, behind. Maybe. He left his last okay. residence very quickly. Uh, right. He left it behind his stable. Okay. Okay. Uh, he left it at uh, okay. And his whole thing was Jeremy was going to help him sort it out. Yeah. And so like every time they you know split up and whatever. And like he was living the high life. He was doing quite well. And then he falls. You know, he's back in a bad situation and his whole thing is about like you need to give me this um national insurance card i need to, is yes. it all about identity i thought yeah. it was very interesting
0: yeah steph
2: well i think we all know
1: what this drama is really about oh god yeah don't we Okay, oh, line, oh, hold yeah. on hold on come on the dogs yeah there's a dog in it i i'm sorry this dog is just the most adorable <laughs> dog i have ever seen there's a dog mrs tish it's called this dog Oh, it's a rough-haired Jack Russell, and it is absolutely gorgeous. Now, for those of you who think I'm just being silly, that this dog is really not a part of it. It is a part of it. So he come, when he comes to um, – I'm not giving anything away because it's this all true story. When he comes to see Jeremy Thorpe, played by Hugh Grant, and he has his dog in his arms with him, I just think this dog is like an extension of him, and they mention this dog through, throughout, don't they? Yep. Oh, my God, it's just – Adorable sales of Roughhead Jack Russells are really going to go up. I'm telling you, this dog is amazing. However, Hugh Grant, I can't, I just, I can't go over how good his performance is in this. He's his, so the now. subtlety of his performance in this is amazing. Like this, the brilliant scene where he's, like I said, it's where he brings the dog to him and he's coming down um through the Houses of Parliament to come and greet him, and his there's, there's little skip and a little grin that he does, and I just think in it's Played to perfection by Hugh Grant. I think Ben Whishaw is just gorgeous and and brilliant. And he's good at
2: doing camp, Hugh. He, and yeah. he does, I like it when he slips into farce as well. When he's yeah. trying to retrieve these love letters, and yeah. it's, uh,
1: it's it's so entertaining, isn't it? It's just so. It's yeah. I absolutely loved it. I yeah, I, I totally agree with you. When it's kind of farcical, the whole thing, and um when uh, Norman Scott's character, has as briefly become he becomes a model, doesn't he? Briefly, all of yeah. that, and gets into the. Drug scene and all that. The whole thing I just absolutely loved, but the star of the show for me is absolutely this Jack Russell.
0: Well, I've got a few things to say about the dog element because uh, the funny thing is obviously like you know I asked about it, it was very the dogs were difficult in the filming of the show what? Hugh Grant yeah, didn't get on with the, the various dogs playing that dog character what do you on, mean They just <gasps> wasn't it didn't have any it wasn't they an jail they didn't gel. yeah exactly it's and I don't and, time, I, and, a and I believe tale. I was trying to find the quote just now from Rossi Davidson but he, he's not a dog fan so it's quite funny about the whole yeah if you look up what? yeah it's quite interesting but the, the dog's great um the, it's a is brilliant, it more
1: than one dog. Then
0: we're well, playing. I think there isn't. Yeah, there's another dog that comes in later on. Yeah, just to say. I am yeah.
1: loving this yeah, drama. Yeah, it's a
0: very, it's very Steph friendly. This drama. Oh, yeah, so great. Identity and dogs and true crime, of course. It's yeah. true crime. Oh. it's a great famous true crime. Um, the brilliant thing for me is Rossity Davis. It's it's his script, so he brings out. It's you know, obviously he he makes murder. We're talking about before about making it funny. I mean, it is funny. Mm. You know, mm. I think it's you know. You know, luckily after a
1: certain period of time, murder yeah. is hilarious. Ger- Jeremy
0: Thorpe is is dead now. He he died a few years ago. Um, of course, Norman Scott's still alive, and they consulted Norman Scott and they got I was his approval. Ask that, did they? Yeah, and he's even in it. He's got a cameo in it at some point. Which Very, point? I don't. Know, I think it's in two or three. I don't think it's been in the. I don't think. But interesting. Over the weekend, and I knew all this because I'd interviewed them. And over the weekend, in the a Sunday Times writer, and I won't. I don't even remember who it was. Tweeted about how. She thought it was wrong for Hugh Grant because he campaigns about privacy, you know, for and, and the mm, press. Mm. That, that there should be more privacy for people. But his concern is mainly, you know, people who have suffered at the hands of the press. Normal people yeah. who have had their lives ruined as can happen. And she was saying, "Well, you're invading the privacy of Norman Scott because you know he's not happy with the way he's been portrayed." Oh, pipe At no point now. in this article permission. did it mention. It, he yeah, gave permission. And they consulted him oh, and he proved sake. of the whole thing. Obviously, he didn't have script approval because it's a fictionalised version of these events. But they stuck to the facts and it's all about... Also, it's a
2: story at the time that was reported on. Right. So you're just exactly. reporting on reports. But almost, so. I thought
0: to not mention that key thing, you know, to write this piece slagging off... He got You for essentially being a hypocrite was ridiculous when actually he made it very clear and all the interviews he's done they got approval of the real life person who was entirely this is obviously not it. done there. everyone's no. got, got their agendas age. yeah everyone's got their agendas but I think it's brilliant um, it's just all these talents have come together mm-hmm. and they're all at the top of their game aren't they yeah it's absolutely brilliantly done my favourite bit you know the scene where I don't want it. it's a bit of a spoiler but the scene where it talks about the homosexuality being illegal and um, he goes to visit um, Lord Aaron, remember oh, by yeah, the brilliant David yeah. Bamber who's a legend anyway yeah Boofy, yeah. is his yeah. name. Boofy Aaron. And, he, and it talks about how homosexuality has affected the family. And it's really mm. moving. Suddenly in the middle of this farcical scene, an incredibly moving mm. story is told, mm. if you remember that. And it's brilliantly done. Mm. Five stars.
2: Four stars for me. Four and a half for me.
0: Can't believe you've both knocked off a star and a half.
2: No. no. no I, yes, I mean, I mm. Listen, I had watched this straight after Safe. It was a hard one.
0: Okay. Mm. A very English scandal... BBC One, Sunday, the 20th of May, 9pm. Manchester, The Night of the Bomb, mm. in sharp contrast, is our second show we're reviewing on BBC Two, next Tuesday, the 22nd of May, at 9pm. Kate?
2: Yes. What's it all about? Okay, so as a lot of us will know, in 2017, there was a terrorist attack in Manchester. It was in the lobby of uh, the Manchester Arena after an Ariana Grande packed out, sold out um, concert and a um, a a terrorist had a nail bolt bomb and kind of detonated it in the lobby um, killing, I think it was 22 people and injuring hundreds more and it's all about that night what happened so it's told through a combination of uh, footage um, from the arena taken on cameras and like phones um testimonial like testimonies from like concert goers um from the police involved um fire brigade ambulance workers um people who survived people who lost people in the attacks and yeah it's basically a summary of that night it's just focusing on those few hours um, on that fateful night
0: it's very um, it's kind of it's difficult to describe isn't it the way it's done because it yeah, it's very in... cleverly weaves in the different elements the testimony from these it's, young girls yeah, documentary style but yeah. with
1: this yeah first person testimony from these incredibly brave young women um, you know we should just say from off it is utterly distressing and they recollections of these girls that are just heartbreaking and it really is heart wrenching the whole thing i found it incredibly difficult to watch it actually um there's a few um there's a few points where uh, the the police are talking about people that they encountered um whilst this whole evening was going on and the stories are just i mean i cried throughout this whole thing i just thought it was unbelievably upsetting but i mean it's very well done in the way that they talk about how they managed to track down who this guy was and actually what was a great device throughout it was they have kind of they keep telling you how many minutes after the bomb went off Mm. and things that happened and i thought that was also incredibly scary and all the things that happened in that in that time but yeah overall it's just it's I actually watched something that I thought was this called um Manchester Bomb Our Story um which is another thing that's going to be on the BBC and that's all about um these brave young women and it's all about their stories and how they're coping after and that is also I don't know when that's on though but look out for that but again that is also incredibly moving
2: I should have said actually so the terrorist was named Salman overdie and he's 22-year-old Manchester boy of Libyan heritage, and they also like talked to people who knew him so they examined they they were looking at it from every angle from the people the victims to the perpetrator mm-hmm. and also I thought what was interesting is that it you know it's obviously incredibly moving and it's it's a cautionary tale um but I think very much it at the basis of it as well as like, right, what are the findings, what do we take away from this? Is that a lot of things weren't handled in the way that maybe they should have been or response times weren't as quick as they should have been because actually one of the dist- incredibly distressing things other than the attack was that due to the lobby being rendered a hot site, ambulance workers and the fire brigade weren't allowed to enter the area. So then people stuck in the lobby, couldn't, lot of whom couldn't move and couldn't come downstairs to the ambulances who were just left there. And so I think, you know, mm. some good will come out of this horrendous, mm. horrific event. And I think this, you know what? I'm really happy we reviewed this because ordinarily I wouldn't have touched this because I just like to keep stuff, you know, a bit yeah. lighter. And I, you know, it's not really something I'd choose to dwell on, but being forced to watch this was, Brilliant for me, because now you know I think also it's it it's a testimony to like you know all our frontline services who you know constantly in mm. the services cut and what good job they do it's the public um and how actually when push comes to shove, people help each other, you know like the heroism of them mm. and also just practical advice like when shit like this happens you know i thought it was really interesting when people like you know i made a tourniquet out of the handle of my yeah. bag strap and uh, we ripped down ariana grande t-shirts we start you know i think it's important we're living mm. in a time when it's important to i think i think it was very
1: bold of the documentary makers to address the fact that certain procedures that are put in place mm. prevent emergency services from getting to the places that they really need to be, and that is, you know, bureaucracy. That is,
0: yeah, and and, yeah. and
1: and I thought that was an incredibly bold thing to well, do with such inco- a sensitive. Yeah.
0: but there's been an inquiry, hasn't there? And and I think the I think they probably. I'm in mean my. I think they probably had waited till the inquiry had been um, yeah. published, which did was quite critical. Yeah. There were, you know, quite quite harsh about. those at the end, it issues. Says, it said, At the yeah. end,
2: it said like you know, um, the Greater Manchester Police and the Fire Brigade. I think it's Fire Brigade. They just didn't. W- they were asked to take part. Yeah, and they, yeah. yeah, yeah it, it doesn't shy away. It's no, not. A, yeah. It's not blame,
1: but it doesn't yeah, shy right. away from some yeah. from people suggesting that things did not happen right. the way that they should have happened, and they they do weave in testimony from the public, uh, the, and obviously members of the public are able to be a little bit you know give their opinion yeah, a bit more course. on what, yeah. what actually did happen yeah. but w- just to touch on Kay's point there the the heroicism as she said of people I mean there was there's one guy on it who basically he was at a co-op and he just heard this noise mm. and he just ran straight there and no doubt there are these people who did who did ultimately save lives but it is very hard going but also beautifully done I thought and very moving and it, the heart of it I think like Kay says is these incredible people and these just young girls and how they are coping with what's mm. happened is just it's beyond my comprehension of how they can do it
0: yeah no it's, it is I thought it was brilliantly done yeah and because the seeing the girl the, particularly the girl the fans it mm. kind of brings home that the victims some of the victims you know, were just young Teenage yeah. girls or younger yeah. just going to see Ariana Grande because uh, the way they talk about their build up to going to on the night is so That's, sweet yeah. isn't it? It's like they really set, big set the tone. scene. They're
2: like, you know what? We were all week. We were texting our friends. What yeah. we're we gonna wear? Our friends were jealous. We'd got the tickets, and mm. it's oh, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. So it's I thought stressing. it was
0: brilliantly done. Um, I think we all do. Yeah, uh, it's a five star for me. It's
2: five stars for me. Oh yeah, five stars.
0: Manchester, the night of the bomb, BBC Two, next Tuesday, the twenty second of May, nine pm, and finally. The Handmaid's Tale, which neither of you have seen.
1: It's a solo. It's a special solo. So
0: it'll be we quick. Re- we That's all reviewed... <laughs> Did I just say be quick?
2: <laughs> no, I said it'll be quick. Be quick
0: MF. No,
2: it'll be quick because I know the Steph or I It are will talking. be quick. But be I've quick. got a lot of questions about this. No, no. No, I
1: have because, <laughs> because when we watched the first episode of the first season, yeah. it was very... It, so based on Margaret Atwood's yes. novel, isn't it? Um, Correct. It was very... Strange and distressing, and so from what I remember from that time, basically the handmaids are the only women who can now have children. So if yeah. you want to have kids, fertility
0: is a very rare. So because various reasons, for environmental reasons and um, other yeah. social reasons, um, being fertile is a very, is a rare resource. It's coveted. It's, it's coveted. So the qu- quasi-fascistic um, government, the new who's taken over Fascistic. America, the Gilead, yeah. Um, has has empowered the powers that be use the women who mm. are, who aren't so powerful as handmaids, and they're brought in into their homes to have sex with the husbands in order to hopefully procreate for the wives and husbands to bring them children. Yes, yeah. and Elizabeth Mothis' character, uh, June slash Offred, is one of those. But she, she already Play-doll's had a kid. She, yeah. She's, right. Yeah. So she's
1: been in her... In the life before this, She'd, she had a husband right. and a child, but they've been taken Fair away Bentley, from Yeah, her.
0: they've been taken away. Right. So you've seen flashbacks. So I think one of the best things about the show, you know, Series 1 has become a cultural phenomenon, Fed say. say, won, won the BAFTA last night, won Emmys, mm-hmm. you know, huge thing. And it managed to brilliantly turn... Um, I, know, I can't remember what we said when we reviewed it but I probably said all this so I won't try to repeat myself It brilliantly turned the novel which I read years ago um, which is very grim and relentless and is all seen from her point of view into this very compelling um, drama very televisual drama particularly using the flashbacks to show you how the country America changed mm-hmm. from you know what? From the kind of liberal democracy it is, just about still oh, now, I was gonna say, right? Really, right? <laughs> Into this fascist regime, mm. and it's so and and that element, I, I love that. I think that's done so brilliantly. It's done so convincingly all the way through, and even more so now. So in in series two, season two kicks off with like even more grim flashbacks to that moment. And it shows you particularly like. How, um, you know, Alexis Blador's character, Emily Offglen, who is one of her friends, one of um, June's friends. And she's, um, she's got her, her wife. She's a lesbian with a wife. And they they had a kid. And, of course, homosexuality um, was completely ruled out by the fascist regime when they came in. And you see, even more than ever, in the first two episodes of the new series, which I've seen, what happened to them and how that happened. Oh, and it's, it's grim. so grim. It's so – but it's so clever how it just – and the whole idea is that it can just go from, you know, one moment – you're happily married to your girlfriend mm-hmm. and your university mm-hmm. lecturer and your kids, you know, at school and it's all fine. And then just a moment, just a little click of the finger and then it all goes wrong enough for the fascism to take over. <sighs> and, and it's chilling.
2: Terrifying. And
0: I yeah. genuinely feel, I, I, you know, I said on Twitter that it feels like a, like a how-to guide for me for like Donald Trump because it's oh like God. just the little things that he's done. You know, like about, you know, you know, about keeping out Im- immigrants and you know, all, all mm. the, a lot of the things that he's done, you know, that now um, trans people can't serve in the military. Mm. Bro- all those, these little things are all encroached till you well, get to the point. Don't. I'm sorry. I don't want to. Make, but I mean, God, that's, this is so depressing. Genuinely chilling and depressing. I don't want to go on about too much, but it is absolutely phenomenal. It's brilliant. Elizabeth Moss is incredible. There is isn't one. Well, I was going to ask you. Mm. It is unbelievably grim, dystopian. It's also very, very violent towards women. So, the violence towards women, which is often enacted by the women.
1: Oh, yeah, course. we saw a bit of that in the first yeah. episode. are yeah. they, Because Aunt Lydia the is
0: the one who looks after the handmaids, and she is a f- sadistic woman, mm. but she's devoutly believed. It's a, it's a kind of religious thing as mm. well, their dictatorship. Uh, she believes clearly in that cause but her the way she does it is, and again it's even worse and more horrible i
2: wouldn't be able to handle it
0: right it's now so there've been a few articles written recently by women in like the guardian i saw one and in a few american um like magazines and publications saying it's all gone too far now that oh, really? we've had enough that there's enough kind of how far, really be... violent scenes we don't need this much violence right. towards women a lot of it enacted by women it how is that helping the situation so yeah, my question is: Do you agree with? I that? I sort of agree. You, yeah. yeah, I
2: think. Well, I think once it's made its point, you know, yeah. I think you don't need to see a whole series of You know, like Not specials- violence for violence's sake. I don't think you need. Well, also, no but reason- how far? How far away? So yeah. from where the novel ends, yeah. have we
1: have we surpassed? Yeah, that? this is all right. new. A this bit is like all brand yeah. New.
0: So the novel ended. The, the sorry, series one ended pretty much where the novel ended. Okay. There were some notes at the end of the novel which kind of talk about oh these things might happen. Right, fleshing out certain things so it uses that and the creator of the show has talked to Margaret Atwood and, and she's a consultant on the show so they've hatched this is all with her approval she's totally helped hatch what you know the plot mm. lines that go now but they take us further into the misery of the world I have to say oh. so it's even grimmer than season one I would, I mean, you enough say, enough.
1: would you say there's unnecessary violence in no, it? no not at all. Okay. It's all
0: it's all necessary because I think for the no point in yeah and, and it's and it's showing you the horror it's a warning isn't it to humanity it's a warning to America particularly that you can't let this happen. This is what this is the cruelty that can be enacted in a society, particularly to, against Boy, women. Is so it, I think it's it social commentary. It's social commentary. I feel it's all completely valid. I do think it's so relentless and kind of um, hard I, to take. I and just think in the time that we're living and the
2: conversations that going yeah. on, do we need that?
0: Well, I feel we do. I'm, but I'm not a woman, and I'm, I'm not. You're not you know, a woman. What? what? I can this confirm. This is the the You are just telling us I now. Am, yeah, I just want to confirm. I, I wow. self-identify as a man. Okay. And um, I think in this... So, But I completely understand why women, I might, women might just go, no, I'm not taking this anymore and give up. So that's... that's to be
2: fair, right, I don't like a lot yeah. a lot of any kind of violence. Yeah. But so... Sure. I mean, I do. You, yeah. I do. You love I'm, violence, but you make the violence. true
0: violence and not the dystopian I kind. I like
2: violence that's actually
1: happened. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Fair enough. So... I am giving The Handmaid's Tale... It's another... It well, four and a half probably stars maybe from me, just as an acknowledgement that it, may, it is. Maybe it's too grim for a lot of people.
1: Percent, how, percentage knowledge, how much grimmer is it than the first season?
0: It's like... If the first season was nine out of ten, okay. for grimmers, this I is mean, nine did and ask, a half. I
1: did ask for percentage. <laughs> so if sorry. you want to
0: change it, that's 90% fine. 90% versus... This is 95% okay, grim. Okay, fine. Yeah. But it's brilliant. It's brilliantly done. It couldn't be better done, I think. Um, the Handmaid's Tale season two... Kicks off on Channel 4 this Sunday, the 20th of May, at 9 of the PM.
1: What's it on? Channel 4? Channel 4.
2: So you can't watch it all in one go?
0: No. Ah. No, 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 no.
2: You probably wouldn't want to by the sound of and, it. Oh, Relentless. blimey,
0: blimey Charlie, <laughs> not.
2: Blimey, Char- blimey, blimey Char- Charlie,
0: blimey Charlie, Charlie. Not. That's a phrase stolen from um, Mark oh, oh, Herman. Yeah. Just to acknowledge oh, oh, that, upsie. people don't want to think I'm just nicking there. Oh, dear. Catch that's the meat. I mean, it's uh, been a record-breaking uh, length Gosh. of meat. Um, but it's been furious. good. No,
2: it's, a, it's been a prime steak this week.
0: Now there's only one more bit of the format to go.
2: <laughs> it's question time. Steph was looking sorry. at her phone.
0: Right. Brilliant. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. She's just checking facts. Like I do. I'm so sorry. What is, based on a very English scandal, which is a true story, dramatised in three parts, what's your favourite true story dramatised in either a film or TV series? Uh, Steph, K. Steph,
1: I have Kiff. kicked, and I was just—I was actually just checking that yeah. that I'd got the name right. Sorry, K. Um, American Ap- Apologia, <laughs> uh, which, as you know, means I'm not really sorry. Um, <laughs> American Gangster, oh, Denzel yeah, Washington. True,
2: yeah, so Tw- true.
1: Yes, the rise to power of gangster Frank Lucas in the 1970s. It's also starring what's his chops, Russell Crowe, oh,
2: yeah. um,
1: as the policeman who is chasing him down. If you haven't seen American Gangster, watch it this weekend or watch it this evening. Don't know, I don't know what your plans are, but it is, is excellent. Is it on the Netflix. I believe it is on oh, Netflix.
0: Okay. You just making that up, or do you check? Of
1: course, I'm making that up, boys. <laughs> you put me on the spot. I always and I'm presume not sure. it's on Netflix. It'll oh. be on what? It'll be on either Netflix, Amazon, I'm check. Sky, it's a Sky. It's on one of those things.
0: I'm going to do a Netflix check. But
1: it's really, really good. Yeah, it's
0: good. It's a good film. Yeah. And it's but, where and It's your absolute favourite though. That's
1: it is. Yeah, because words. it's where the whole "my man" thing comes in, doesn't it? Isn't it? Uh, do you okay. remember that? Yeah. That's what you
0: used to say. American
2: Just to let you know my answer. I'm not very committed to this question.
0: It is on Netflix. Oh, well done, Steph. Yeah. Yeah. There you
2: go.
0: Showing you now Everything to confirm. Is. There Everything you go.
2: is. Everything's on the flicks. You can always rely on the flicks. I'm not really committed to this. Why not? I'm just not into it. So I'm gonna go for the crown.
0: Diva. Oh, that's a good answer. What's wrong oh, with that? that oh you a just a good answer. that's what you want to say. But not...
1: I don't understand why where where is the lack of commitment in that?
0: You know what she's like. She's mm-hmm. she gets yeah. diva. She's just a diva. Yeah, she's she being is. a diva. very divorce this week, actually. Very yeah. I, am, I, however. Boydo, a, as yes.
1: you like to be called by Benedict Collins. Boydy. Boydy. Oh, a, Boydy. A, again. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, not yeah, sorry. Yeah, get it right. Get it right. Boydy. Go on.
0: Hoffman, Redford,
1: uh, Pekula, Alan Jay,
0: all the President's men. Of oh, I Watergate, knew you were going to go classic. Woodward, Bernstein, the classic story. It is amazing. Told, not only is it the most incredible story in the history of journalism, obviously, how they exposed the Watergate mm-hmm. scandal, Richard Nixon, it's. Beautifully filmed. It is. Andrew Pakul is a legendary genius director. He specialised in seventies kind of conspiracy thrillers. It's, it's like a thriller all the way through. I literally watch it about once every, once a year. I would say once a year. Right.
1: Okay. I'm just going to stop you there. Stop me. So, there. I now know that you watch. This, yeah. once a year, yeah. you watch The Get Out every yeah. three weeks. Yeah. And what was the one last week that he yeah. watches once a month?
2: Yeah, there was another one Midnight he said.
1: Midnight Run. Midnight Run, once a month. Yeah. I think Creature of Habit.
0: I'm a repeat viewer. I'm you a are, a viewer. you are. Yeah, I'm sorry. While you know.
2: quaffing champagne.
0: Well, I mean, those people, from those geeks, those nerds from Empire, have watched the Avengers film five times I in about they two they days. I don't think to associate with them. don't need to lash out. We don't don't, don't stop bringing them into the equation. We're attacking you at the moment, boys. At least these are classic films. Not uh, some uh,
1: what you know. What's what you judging?
0: ill conceived ending to a big super? Oh my! Film.
1: God. Let's not get on the Avengers yeah, because yeah, we've yeah, we got time I, for this. We like, we're time, three eight, so. hours into this. People have expired. Oh, I've asked a lot of people and no one agrees with you. Okay, but let's not get into that. Right.
2: Well, you know what? We've had a good time. Um, we've had a good just, run. Just to wrap this up, had. if you want to get in touch at Unmissables Pod, it'll be mm-hmm. great to hear from you. Um, any more questions or anything else? Any ideas of like? Uh, next road trips we can go on if you've got any ideas about how we can shorten the podcast
1: effectively that'd be great wouldn't it
0: yeah somehow <laughs> us not wa- all not watching one of the shows end up being the longest <laughs> podcast ever apologies um, John will edit, hopefully edit it down John to a manageable so five hours <laughs> and um, if you want to listen to me oh no you can't because I'm doing it tonight live on Radio too <laughs> <laughs> with Sarah Cox
1: Boy, you can't just have random thoughts so stop
0: no, running. you to me back talking about TV with Sarah Cox you can on, on the BBC radio I, I play rap. Yeah. Okay. Well,
2: if you need more Boyd, be sure to tune in. Yeah.
0: We'll all be back next week and it will be a much tighter focused podcast. We can't even
2: end. We cannot end. It's over. Bye.